0: Tell me when I'm telling lies. The year of 2023 marked a significant chapter in all elite wrestling's still developing journey. Their groundbreaking achievements of selling out Wembley Stadium in London, England for all-in stands as a tall, historic milestone, not just in their business, but the wrestling business overall, solidifying their place as one of the largest and most impactful wrestling promotions in the world. However, AEW has had some well-documented challenges facing its fair share of missteps and misfortune, which included some booking decisions, some unfortunately timed injuries, and things changing within their audience that perhaps are affecting what we see on TV. There isn't just one problem in AEW, there's more than one. We'll talk about the good, the bad. Let's get into it. The best and the worst of AEW in 2023. It's Sports Key to Wrestling. I'm Kevin. What is your favorite and least favorite thing about AEW this year? The comments are right down there. We would love to hear from you. In June of 2023, Tony Khan and AEW officials finally brought Punk back to the fold. The Elite and Omega had already been back for a while. Punk was dealing with an injury after that whole all-out 2022 situation. And his timing coming back evoked a big response from fans. It was at the right time to pivot him into being the feature player on their new weekly TV show, Collision. The decision to bring him back was a strategic move that made perfect sense, aligning with AEW's pursuits of delivering top-tier talent and captivating storytelling, thus further solidifying Punk's significance within the wrestling landscape and as a top-level player within AEW moving the needle along and having him come back as kind of the uncrowned world champion situation building to that final match with Samoa Joe it was all really solid oh and by the way that match with Joe was awesome maybe one of the best pay-per-view openers of the year despite what happened backstage before that match so let's not beat around the bush one of the worst things that happened to AEW was CM Punk leaving AEW in 2023 Punk's return to AEW was an abruptly cut short situation, following another backstage altercation, this time involving Jack Perry, whose on-camera taunts towards Punk on the pre-show for the AEW all-in pay-per-view were very noteworthy, as he said, cry me a river, escalating into a confrontation a few minutes later backstage after that match. The incident served as the tipping point leading to Punk's departure from AEW following an internal investigation. The most obvious and apparent case for CM Punk being let go was because he was a repeat offender in these backstage situations, and we could get into the weeds with it, but... Let's just look at what it is. It's not good. A big name star on a big show with one of your up-and-coming stars getting into a fight and kind of tainting what's supposed to be your crowning achievement, your WrestleMania, you're a company doing a stadium wrestling show, and this is all that people are kind of talking about online during that show. Since leaving AEW, Punk has returned to the rival company the wwe after nearly 10 years letting one of the biggest stars go to the rival promotion no matter how you want to see it is still a massive loss for aew unfulfilled storylines a championship unification that never got to happen matches where punk could have put the stardust if you will on some of the younger talent will never be fulfilled We'll never get that MJF CM Punk rematch we were hoping for at some point. Or maybe we will. Jumping back into the positive column, one of the best things for AEW undoubtedly was the indisputable success of All In at Wembley Stadium in London, England. With an attendance of more than 72,000, depending on who you talk to, yeah, we we won't get into that debate, it has marked a huge milestone for All Elite Wrestling. AEW has steadily been gaining traction in the pro wrestling world offering fresh alternative products to WWE in terms of mainstream appeal that also plays to the casual fan and the die-hard wrestling fan, proving to be a show that fans will travel to overseas, and they're waiting for it overseas. Some other markets that AEW hasn't hit are still available, and this is a sign that AEW can run massive, big, milestone franchise mania-level events with the right elements coming together. There hasn't been another company that has ran a wrestling show this big outside of WWE in terms of live attendance in decades think about this. This is another sign of how AEW is easily the biggest competition and challenge to WWE since WCW. One of the bigger letdowns this year after Soraya's big crowning moment of winning the AEW World Championship at All-In in her home country with her family at ringside. That was an emotional moment for her and AEW. A true sign that she had fully come back from the years on the shelf with a serious neck injury and being forced into retirement after her WWE run ended. However, after a mere 44 days with the championship, the narrative took an unexpected turn as she dropped the title to Kirushita. Maybe this was a sign of the neck injury being something that kind of slows down her role as an in-ring performer, or maybe we're just speculating, but still having the title for only a month and a half after being someone that fans had wanted to see back in the ring for so long, just felt odd in retrospect. A prolonged championship reign could have solidified her resurgence in the professional wrestling sphere. Considering that the AEW women's division overall has a handful of big names and is one of them, it seems like you could have got a lot more big matches out of her as the champion. AEW has some of the best bell to bell performers in all of the world of wrestling. But they need some fresh characters, something outlandish and over the top. And they got that in Timeless Tony Storm. She is the reigning and defending AEW Women's World Champion right now. And she is having a whole lot of fun in this run in her career. Her rise started when tensions between herself and the fellow Outcast members, Soraya and Ruby Soho, started to split, particularly since Soraya captured the Women's World Championship at All In. Week by week, Tony started showing an unhinged entertaining outlandish side hints of an old world movie star this transformation culminated in an undeniably momentum compelling moment with tony khan giving her the prestigious women's championship run that she earned by simply being a character performer and not so much the bell to bell performer The black-and-white presentation on TV, her ridiculous promos, always feeling like an award-acceptance speech. She's truly something different and something lighthearted that AEW needs that you can still buy into that isn't too silly. Presently, Storm continues to captivate audiences with her stellar performances, notably in the black-and-white segments that portray her as this kind of ridiculous Hollywood starlet. We're eating it up. I mean, come on. She's using all these different things to actually win matches. Her magnetic portrayal in these pre-recorded segments adds a unique layer to her character that no one else really has right now in the AEW women's division just our take. AUW really pushed expanding their content output in 2023, along with their weekly Dynamite show, which is broadcast in the United States on Warner Brothers Discovery's TBS channel. They added the Rampage show, and in 2023, they added in June Collision on Saturday nights. The show was built around CM Punk as he returned on that show, and the best in the world was responsible for, reportedly, shaping some of Collision's creative path. But after he was let go, it seems like the tone has shifted. It's still a really strong show. The Continental Classic matches on it have been amazing. Seeing Brian Danielson tear the house down it has been amazing. But there's been some things missing on it, and it does feel very much like a B-show compared to Dynamite some weeks. As for Rampage... Sometimes it feels like that show has fallen off the face of the earth in terms of what's booked on it. One of the best things for AEW in 2023 has been the amazing storyline between MJF and Adam Cole Bay Bay. The unexpected alliance between Cole and MJF initially raised eyebrows among fans. Cole emerged as a challenger for Max's AEW World Championship, fans anticipating thrilling matches between the two. However, what unfold defied expectations, yielding some of AEW's most riveting moments and some of the most hilarious ones in 2023. The duo's organic chemistry forged a unique connection. What felt like an odd pairing at first offered glimpses into a dynamic personality combination that proved to be one of the most exciting tag teams that's come together this year simultaneously their matches have been nothing short of stellar at all in where they opened the show defending the ROH tag team titles and then closed it competing against each other for the AEW world title it was all built around the compelling story of would MJF truly be the evil guy he once was while trying to successfully defend his world title against his now best friend Adam It's an unbelievable story with a lot more layers to it than AEW has been able to tell in some of their stories. And we got it here in multiple matches across different combinations. It was truly the most dynamic story they've had all year. Unfortunately, injuries get in the way for both Adam, who broke his ankle, and Max, who's been dealing with a hip issue while still trying to maintain having the AEW world title. It consistently seems like AEW gets injuries with their big name talents at the worst possible times. Fans are speculating that Adam might turn heel and reveal himself to be the figure who's the devil mass that's tormenting MJF and nearly everyone else on the AEW roster, but that's maybe a whole other video we can do. One of the more underwhelming parts of AEW this year was the odd ending of the Jericho Appreciation Society, which seemingly paid off and not paying off at all when Chris Jericho turned on the inner circle in 2022 his first faction in AEW he established a new group the Jericho Appreciation Society and it looked like the group was built around the unwavering loyalty to everything Jericho however a little more than a year later the group disbanded leaving fans without an anticipated resolution for the many superstars that were involved with it Although Jericho started a feud with his prodigy Sammy Guevara, the group never really reached a satisfying conclusion. Felt like there were a bunch of loose ends, untied shoes. People are tripping over themselves with these untied shoe storylines. It was confusing because the rest of the group, which had some very talented players in it, and Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, Jet Hager, and Daniel Garcia, for the most part, stayed together. But they felt less than because where's the conclusion? The breakup seemed like it only happened to create a story between Sammy and Jericho, with the other guys just being the ones who were left by the wayside. One of the most entertaining performers in AEW this year is one of the most despised. You don't like your dad when he's a jerk, and the biggest... Mean dad in AEW is Christian Cage becoming the patriarch, as he's proclaimed himself. He is a true legend in the business just for what he accomplished in WWE before he ever came to AEW, but nowadays he claims to be the patriarch of all elite wrestling. He is one of the biggest heels in the business right now and the reigning TNT champion. In the last few months, he has taken his villainous behavior to new heights by verbally attacking his opponent's fathers. And then he attacked someone's father and then became their quote unquote father on TV in Nick Wayne. This has generated significant backlash from wrestling fans. It's kind of the idea, especially when he made derogatory comments about Jack Perry's father, Luke Perry, passing. He then also targeted Warlode's father, emphasizing his lack of fame, further fanning the flames of animosity, and mocked Nick Wayne's father for being a not-so-famous wrestler. While these segments have sparked discomfort among certain wrestling fans due to the contentious nature of making someone's family member a part of the story, it is clearly developing drama, and people react to drama. You can call it cringe, whatever your Gen Z trending phrases are. Listen, Christian Cage is getting under your skin with these verbal atrocities And that's kind of the idea. AEW can go some places creatively that WWE doesn't, and it doesn't have to always just be blood and guts. This is another sign of one of those things that AEW can do that others are not going to do. And Christian Cage is one of the best people to do it. While we're on the topic of Christian, well, his former tag team partner is also one of the best things from AEW this year. The man once known as Edge in WWE is still a Rated-R superstar. And Adam Copeland, his return to the wrestling ranks after only a few months away and a fresh coat of paint, as they call it, in AEW is just that. Someone we never thought we would ever see wrestle again had a fun run there at the end of WWE. But it just looked like he had done everything he could do and maybe having this feud with Christian is something else he can do that fans have long clamored for. He's done some exciting things when he's been in the ring on the microphone for AEW, and for someone, like we said, we never thought we would see do this again, that's kind of what he wants to do. He seems very fulfilled, on AEW television. One of the worst things for AEW, inarguably, is something that didn't happen in the ring, it didn't happen on television, it happened on whatever video game console you choose to play on as a wrestling fan. The release of AEW's long-anticipated first video game, AEW Fight Forever in 2023 was something that was delayed and anticipated and developed by Yuke's, the same team behind WWE Games for nearly two decades, before parting ways to join the 2K studio. So, AEW jumping into the wrestling video game, another way that they can be compared to WWE and do something different. Well, Fight has largely been panned by most critics. It's had some fun highlighted parts here and there, maybe some bloody things you can do in a game like this that WWE's not gonna do, but they haven't done anything to bring up the missing features and frustrating design choices. The game feels oddly outdated right from the jump with hardcore gamers, with missing wrestlers from the roster, old entrance music, inaccurate championship titles, little design flaws that even the casual fan can notice, combined with the game's abysmal visuals, depending on who you talk to, not that bad for me, but I guess for some of the younger people, they want it to look just like what they see on TV. This makes Fight Forever just hard to love. An unfortunate misstep miscalculation that AEW reportedly spent a lot of money developing themselves to. One of the best parts of AEW's 2023 calendar was the rise of Swerve Strickland. In 2022, Swerve made his AEW debut. Within a mere year, he found himself receiving a major push in the company. His standout moment came with the victory over former AEW world champion, Hangman Adam Page, marking a meteoric rise in his career trajectory. Despite not clinching a singles title in AEW, Strickland's consistent booking has been the hallmark of his journey. His own signature entrance music and dance is now mimicked by audiences coast to coast. Consistently delivering high caliber performances, Strickland has showcased his unwavering talent and reliability within tony khan's wrestling promotion to be a methodically dynamic performer who can perform in almost every style and even sometimes be involved in the bloodiest death matches you could think of even his performance in the continental classic proves that he is a future world champion his rise to the top within aew stands as a testament to his prowess and emergence as a true standout star he's a dark horse if they want to pull the trigger and run with him at the world title I think a lot of people would buy into it. Don't you? One of the criticized portions of this year's AEW calendar has been the often criticized behavior of AEW president Tony Khan in his multiple issues on social media. Yes, although Tony Khan has had quote-unquote unhinged tweets, depending on who you talk to, this is nothing new. People do this in entertainment and sports all the time, but in the wild social media shark den that is... Wrestling internet communities. This one was going to be seen in a different way. After a one-sided loss and a brief head-to-head battle with WWE NXT with Dynamite, he went into a reported panic mode. Depending on who you talk to, and Khan took repeated shots at Vince McMahon for those misconduct allegations. Insisted that Shawn Michaels, the head producer of WWE NXT, was not going to win this year's Booker of the Year award an award that some people don't really see a whole lot of value in, depending on who you talk to. Tony's increasingly bizarre tweets, they're just tweets, they're not anything on X, I'm not going to call it X, they're just bizarre, and they voyaged into analytics that are a real stretch as Khan celebrated the moral victory of John Cena and Undertaker, who appeared on that NXT show where they stacked the card, as being on a TV show with under 1 million viewers for the first time in their legendary careers or at least the first time in a long time. Why does this matter? Why? Why Why is this anything that really matters? This was seen as just silly, outlandish, distracting behavior, even from some AEW diehards, casting a shadow over AEW's public perception and reputation, which is still built around badass pro wrestling that AEW's Tony Khan and many others finance, produced, and promoted across the world. 2024 will be a way better year than 2023 for AEW, especially if they can secure that TV contract with Warner Brothers Discovery or another major media company. That's the next big thing, and that kind of needs to happen. And maybe the tweets can stop. We can just get back to really cool wrestling matches with good guys and bad guys, right? What do you think? Let us know in the comments below.